The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Morning, kiddo. Now, uh, I see there's a new Maddie McCann lead. What is this? Lead number 2,461,5 over the last how many years? Yeah, you could be right there. We've had a few new leads, and we've talked about rather a lot of them, haven't we, in our time? Yeah. I suppose uh, for the McCann family, it's encouraging. Uh, For the rest of us, I guess, we look at this and think, ooh, it is now nearly seven years yep. since Madeleine McCann went missing from that holiday apartment in Portugal. So, obviously, uh, a new lead is a new lead, but seven years is a long time to try and start going over old ground, particularly as this is now British uh, detectives. The Portuguese dropped the case some years ago, but the British detectives who've begun an appeal in a search for a man who they say sexually abused 12 young girls, and in particular five of them very close to where Madeleine McCann went missing. He essentially uh, took a shine to, and I quote, European girls with white skin and broke into a number of holiday villas and uh, basically abused these girls in their own beds, parents presumably nearby but not hearing anything. Um, All the the five victims that are mentioned that that were near Prior de Luge, the town where Madeleine McCann went missing, all of them were, were British. So Scotland Yard detectives I uh, say, OK, the cases aren't identical, but maybe this bloke went a step further with Madeleine McCann and maybe it is an important lead. And I suppose the point is, seven years later, why not uh, wind of this before? Why were Portuguese police not mentioning it? Because these are all reported crimes from that time, from a, quite a narrow period of time. But uh, still, instead of asking that question, I suppose what we should ask is maybe this will lead somewhere. Let's hope so. No, indeed. Now, budget money. Hey, now, after the budget day, happy, Mm. lucky you, I should say. Not happy. I don't know if you're happy, but uh, you will be getting a new pound (laughs) coin. I don't know about budget days. Can can you tell afterwards? You look at them and think, well, you know, it says the the average income earner will get this and uh, there'll be tax breaks. So you look at it and think, I have no idea. Usually they take with one hand and give with the other. And if if you're a couple of quid worse off, then it could be worse. If you're a couple of quid better off, it could be better. Uh, So uh, the chance of the exchequer, there was grinning. Um, it, it is, I think it's World Happiness Day today, isn't it? I, I think <laughs> uh, maybe partly why he was grinning because it takes yeah. a bit to get our Chancellor to smile but I think it was because of uh, the fact that unemployment's gone down a little and our GDP forecast has gone up. But to be honest, the thing that most people have cottoned onto, which may be the thing that you're cottoning onto as well, is our new pound coin, which mm. we're told will be the most modern anti-corruption, uh, anti-counterfeit coin in the world because it'll have two metals in it. Well, that's not the first coin to have that. And 12 sides. In other words, it'll be a throwback for those with a very, very long memory. And I think I just about recall them. The old threepenny bit, the threepence piece, used to have 12 sides and was a really funky little coin in its day, yeah. although it, it didn't look British, really. It looked like it should come from Ruritania or somewhere like that. You know, it was one of those sorts of a bit too exotic to be ours kind of coins. So this new coin will be a reflection of that. But, whisper it who dares, on the new pound coin, the new image of the Queen, obviously has to be updated every now and again, on the new image of the Queen, the profile of her, she has a double chin. <laughs> I imagine somebody would be going to the tower for that, don't you think? Oh, no. It could have been worse. I thought that your new coin was going to be oval because they were going to put Prince Charles on it and it's going to need extra space on the side. For the ears. Yes. Something to hold the coin by. (laughs) What a nice idea. Now, gone with the racism, eh? A film theme Mm. ban at Cambridge University.
Yeah, this has uh, just uh, prompted a little bit of a hoo-ha around uh, and about because we're sort of heading towards that, you know, university ball season when everyone at university starts to dress up in their finery. And the Cambridge University College is no exception. They were planning a Gone with the Wind-themed ball, to which I would immediately be thinking, well, that sounds fun. You know, the full-on <laughs> Scarlet O'Hara dresses and the Rep Butler uniforms and... Um, and on all that, but lo and behold, it being 2014 and everything, there's a backlash and several students have complained that Gone with the Wind, and I quote, glamorises the romantic dreams of a slave owner and keeps the horrors of slavery invisible. Well, yes, it did, because Gone with the Wind was a romantic fiction. It, was <laughs> it wasn't 12 Years a Slave, it was Gone with the Wind. And so, therefore, <laughs> they've had to drop the whole theme from their official ball. Um, even It's interesting as well, Gone with the Wind is closer to the time it was depicting than it is to now. And so, in its own right, it's a piece of history. So, apparently, you can't do that. Do you know, I remember student toga parties with barely any consideration for the plight of Christians at the hands of the Romans. <laughs> How and PC it, are we getting? It's, it's <laughs> I'm ridiculous. It. Mm. Oh, well, we're a bit too PC if you ask me. Anyway, Adam, great chatting to you as always. Take we'll it. chat tomorrow. I am on. Yes, it is a public holiday tomorrow. It is Human Rights Day in South Africa, but I will be broadcasting six to nine, and I look forward to chatting.